Tweeting us on Facebook Live if you can. As always, Morning Brew is the page as we say hi and hello and all that stuff to Steve Fines. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Hi and hello. Hi and, and hello. hello. In that order. Yeah, I want to do Roger Melly really. Hello, good morning, and bo- anyway. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what are we on about today? Well, here's the thing. I mean, you, 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 uh, when you, when you gather, what's what's twenty nine sycophants in 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 a room called? A gaggle of sycophants. Oh, what, a great, uh, uh, what a great pub quiz. Uh, uh, a, a lick. Qu- a, a lick. Of- <laughs> A prostrate of sycophants. I mean, what I love, and and I say that without love, about what's going on at the moment, is that that, that they they're all all the usual suspects: the office holders, the potential office holders, the preference seekers, those who want to get a little badge, saying that they're a behemoth, bo- behemoth, behemoth, <laughs> bo- <laughs> behemoth, a bohina, bohemia, bohemia. Get that right silver medal holder or whatever it is they're all sort of jumping up and going i support the law i support the law i i I support it more than you no i support it more than you so they're all jumping up and down the one little thing and excuse me for pointing this out yeah is that they themselves admit they actually don't know what's in the law well but they fully nobody does nobody does even even the sino the chief executive in name only says quite proudly, oh, I don't know what's in the law, but I fully support it. It's going to be wonderful. <coughs> better than sliced bread, certainly better than anything that I've done before. Sets the bar very low. Um, so we have this awful situation where everybody is being corralled into supporting it. Remember, if you're a big company and you haven't put out an announcement saying how much you support the law, goodbye business. If you're a performing artist and you ever want to appear again in public, You've got to support it. There's this clamour to get all these people to support a law that doesn't exist. They don't know what it is they're supporting, but they're 100% for it. But what's even more ominous than this is that in the run-up to the inevitable enactment of the law, because remember, it's not going through any kind of democratic process. It's all going to be decided by the Standing Committee of the National People's Congress. And if you know of a vote that's ever not passed in that particular body, let me know, because the history books have no record of such a thing. But anyway, it will be passed. Mm. It could even be as soon as this week. They have a meeting starting today, three-day meeting. Apparently, it's not on the agenda. But as Tamu Chung, Hong Kong's representative on the committee, says, oh, just because it's on the agenda doesn't mean it's not going to be discussed. This is how things, this is how business is conducted up there. But in the interregnum, which is a very long word with more than one syllable, um, we understand from the various um, sycophants that that they want not only to support law, but they want to suggest ways in which it can be made more onerous. Take, for example, Theresa Cheng, who apparently is called the Justice Secretary, but nobody in the legal profession takes that seriously, who's jumping up and down and going, oh, well, yes, this law, it, of course, um, uh, uh, did you know, she says, and, and here's a uh, spoiler alert, because I'm sure the listener didn't know this, the common law system in Hong Kong and the system of law on the mainland are different. Who knew that? So she says, well, this is a national law. Therefore, you can't expect it to be the same as the common law system. Uh, Sorry, wait a minute. This Theresa Cheng, I seem to remember. She's the person who's been assuring us time and time again that Hong Kong's rule of law is protected by the fact 
that we have the common law system. I, I'll produce the quotes if you ask me to, but let's take take it on trust that she said this many, many times. Now she's saying, oh, that doesn't matter, that doesn't matter. We, we, <laughs> then you've got um, Tam Yu Chung, the, 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 the chap who's on the, on the committee that's doing the dirty work itself, who says, oh, I tell you what, Yes, this business of bringing in the um, national security, uh, sorry, the state security police to, to operate in Hong Kong is very good. They can then guide the Hong Kong police as to what to do. I think nobody needs that spelt out in too much detail. Guide? Guide, yes. It, it's one of those words where if, if you've got a spine, it would send a shiver down it. Of course, most of these people don't have a spine, so that question is irrelevant. But he also says, <coughs> he says... Yes, 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 this law. I tell you what, you know what would be a really good idea? If we could use it to extradite people to the mainland for the more serious offences. So we've gone in full circle. So I'm just thinking, isn't that what we've just had a year of demonstrations about? Precisely the fear of this. And he's going, oh, well, yeah, yeah, but, you know, that was always the plan. So, you know, get used to it. So we've got him. And then we've got the sycophant sycophant. And honestly... They don't get more sycophantic than this. This is the new Constitutional um, Affairs Secretary, Eric Zhang, who, he's the man who, who, who's got a big plate with Xi Jinping's portrait on it in the middle of his office. Oh, Eric, we love you. Uh, who's saying... That was awesome. They might as well have had a close-up on that. <laughs> yes, it was so beautifully it positioned, was, it was, wasn't it? It was. He's, 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 a, great, he's a great character, he is. Uh, who says, oh, hang on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'll tell you what we can use this law for. We can use it to ban the opposition from elections. Because you know what happens in elections? Huh, look what happened in November when anybody was allowed to run and the Democrats swept the board. Mm. So he's now saying, if you don't support the law, you don't adhere to, you, you, you are not considered to be loyal to the SAR and therefore you should be disqualified from running. I mean, as it as each day passes each of the sycophants think of a more objectionable way to use this law to snuff out the freedoms of Hong Kong. Have I gone through all of them? I'm just having a little... Whilst oh, you... Uh, go on. I want to read some listener stuff in a minute, but just tell me when. But uh, well, no, no, Let me just... just, just listeners. Give you, go, go. Have we got any? <laughs> <laughs> just the one. Uh, but ju just to, to, to square the unsquared circle. Yeah. Then there's poor little John Lee. Do you remember him? He's, he's the Secretary for Insecurity or Security, whatever it's called. He goes, excuse me, excuse me, sir. I've got... I can add to this. I can make the law more objectionable than it is. I tell you what, why don't we have something in there saying that it's got to control all interactions with foreign governments? Because, and let's be honest here, you know what foreigners are like. <sighs> I, I didn't get that bit. I'm going to tell you why in a second. Let's say hello to a couple of people. Let's say hello. If you want to, join us on Facebook Live. It's much quicker and it's fun, to be honest. Alvin, hello, mate. He says, is it just me or is there a potential second career for Steve in cartoon voice acting? <laughs> I think it probably is. <laughs> and Jeremy, good morning, mate. He says, what about Big Sister's <coughs> propaganda indoctrination bit that's been popping up all over TV? Do you get a chill down your spine? Good point, Jeremy. It, 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 it is. Um, if you've... Um, ever seen these depictions of Big Brother in, you know, the George Orwell's Big Brother in films, they're very similar, you know. Um, the Sino sitting there with her trademark happy, happy look, you know, that's the one where she's just finished eating a small baby and says, oh, that was nice. <laughs> 
Oh, instead, that's not true. Oh, I know. I, I That's joke. an exaggeration. G- good point. I think if anybody, I know some. We get some listeners from guys who work in the media here, and yeah. you know their speciality is looking at you know the gait, the look, yes. the stance. Da, da, da. We're seeing Jeremy's to, quite right. To, 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 to be fair to the Cino, she doesn't even bother. I mean, you know what you see is what you get. So I mean, in that sense, there there, there is. Let, let's let's give her one hooray for honesty. You know that scowl, that 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 blank mask of indifference. I think that's real. I don't think she's putting it on. Peter says, Steve Vines is on fire. Yes, Peter, he really is, actually. I'm going to have to go and sort it out. (laughs) There's a bloke outside with an extinguisher. Let's go back to where you started. I mean, this is just 101 logic. I mean, we we had an an announcement of public interest before you started saying about the national security law. But you're quite right, Steve. We don't know what's in it. It could say, eat Mars bars. We just don't know. Well, we don't know. I mean, we know that it's not going to be good. I think that, that that's a given. But, I mean, it is extraordinary the extent to which the and you hear it from the Sino herself as well as other people they are now trying to depict this picture of Hong Kong is fully behind this you know the fact that people have to be coerced to be fully behind it apparently and this really makes me laugh is there's supposed to be a petition with three million signatures on it uh, calling for the law to be enacted. Now, you know, what's really strange about this is this is this is the old lie that we heard before the November elections, that there's this great silent majority who are lurking in the background, ready to pounce on anything that, that looks like a freedom. There's a lot of people in Hong Kong who want to vote for the end of one country, two systems. There's a lot of people in Hong Kong who wouldn't like anything more in their lives than ext- extinguishing the liberty that exists in Hong Kong. So who are these three million people? I do not believe and, it and actually, for one moment. Lot, you look at the reality. Yeah. When you, I mean, they can't mobilise a hundred thousand people for a demonstration. That mob, they can't look at look what happened in a Chunwan store the other day. Um, I think it's called Chickadee. I'm sure other <laughs> other bands are available. Who, who put up a statue in the store? You know, a symbol of democracy, and people just flooded the store to support it. Now. Just give me an example. One would do, possibly two, if you're if you're in the mood, of where this great mass of opinion, wanting Hong Kong to have its flame of liberty extinguished, where, where are these people? Why are they never visible? I tell you why, because they aren't. There are definitely people who support it. I don't doubt that for one moment. Sure. There are even people, I had a conversation with somebody who I thought was quite sensible the other day, but, you know, views can change, who said to me, oh, well, at least it will bring an end to violence. I'm thinking, what? See, that's what? straight out of the playbook. It is. Uh, it any, is any it playbook. Does, but it does show you that the narrative that that, that, that the Sino and, well, not the Sino, let's be honest, that Beijing has been developing, of this is all about terrorism and violence. I saw that Alan Zeman was parroting that the other day, in fact, yesterday, is kind of landing as a reality. Hong Kong is engulfed in terrorism. I have to say, when I wandered through Sai Kung earlier today, I was ducking and diving. Wandered through I'm, Sai Kung like it's some metropolis. Well, you know, <laughs> but, you know, but, but because the whole of Hong Kong is beset by terrorism, I was lucky to get out alive. I mean, I have to confess that. It was, it was a near thing. I'm going to make your day complete now. Go on. I'm so glad we've got Alvin on board because yeah. he says, Chicky Duck. 
Chicky duck. Thank you, Alvin. <laughs> Alvin, you have you have fulfilled nice your purpose. To, it's for nice today. to have a listener actually knows what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well done. At this moment, I'd like to ask you if you'd like to join us on Facebook Live. Morning Brew is the page. You can put all your comments up there, like Chicky Duck. Thanks. I mean, what 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 I think we just need to add is this: this is coming very soon. It's true we don't know what the law is, and remember that when it's drafted, it will be drafted in mainland terms. In other words, it'll be very vague. It'll be very all-embracing, and it will be open to all sorts of interpretation. Precisely what the common law does not allow. The common law rejoices in specificity, and it rejoices in precision. So if you have an offence, when you get into court, you know exactly what it is. So is this one of these things this where... This will be, you know what you've done even type Even perhaps a student would know the difference between common law and this, and never the twain should, in technically, will meet. Yes, but uh, according to Theresa Chang, who's busy not defending our rule of law, she says, oh, well, that doesn't matter anymore. That doesn't matter. That's, that's so yesterday. Common law... Who, who, who wants it? Who I, likes it? I want to carry on with a couple of related news stories here. I've got mm-hmm. one up on our screen. Uh, Tammy Chung, extraditions possible under the new, York, uh, new law. We've got so many of these things uh, sort of doing the rounds this morning. I just want to go back to that. That's like, hello. I know you've mentioned well, it, but well, that's massive. Well, I mean, Tammy Chung was, was, was doing no more. And to be fair, he generally doesn't do no more than echo what, what his bosses say. So we had a... Um, a statement earlier in the week from um, I think it's called Dong Dong Xiaohua, who's the deputy head of the Hong Kong and Macau Affair Office yeah. in uh, Beijing, who said, "Oh well, yes, of course, some of these cases will have to be directly dealt with in the mainland, but you know what? There'll only be a few of them. The really serious cases. This reminds me, in case anyone has forgotten, of the assurances that were given." when water cannon was first deployed. They said, you know, this is a very powerful and all-embracing anti-riot tool, as it was described at the time. And it will be used very selectively. Oh, my goodness me. And it turned out that very selectively (laughs) meant... (laughs) Hoo-ha! Every demonstration. (laughs) So when you hear an assurance from somebody in Beijing that, 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 that the transfer of the um, offenders, transfer of the suspects, whatever you want to call them, (coughs) will be taking place to the mainland. The very thing that millions of people went on the streets to protest about will be selective and rare. You know two things. It won't be selective. It won't be rare. Okay, let's keep. There's so many things going around this morning. Uh, Alan, Alan Zeman, terrorism shows need for security law. Justice Chief wants to stop private cases. Ted Hoy, John Lee, heartbroken over arrests of young people, and of course, rights groups urge Beijing to drop security law. Take your pick. Can we can we stop right there? Yeah. John Lee, heartbroken. I know. Is he? Uh, I mean, is 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 the subplot of that that there is a heart beating still? under that dull exterior. I mean, John Lee, the former policeman, who has never seen a truncheon he doesn't like, is now heartbroken. Give me a break. Is this, I'm heartbroken, uh, but if you stop doing this, I won't be heartbroken. You're walking I into think, it. I is think it one of those less kind of heartbroken things? when everybody shuts up and goes away. His, his heart, what's left of it, will suddenly heal in a miraculous fashion. Right. I mean, it is a fact that of the 8,000 or so people who've so far been arrested, about 40% of them, it's an extraordinary statistic, about 40% of them are students, either school students or university students. In other words, a lot of very young people have been hauled in. Yeah. What? And you look at the sentences that are being handed out. I mean, there was one yesterday for a social worker 
who whose defence was that he was trying to stop the escalation of the violence and he was hauled in for provoking violence and given a year's sentence in jail, mm. that would lead to dismissal from his job, etc., etc. This is this is this is harsh. This is very harsh. A couple of minutes before the news, I want to I want to chuck something your way here. Mm. So once again, join us on Facebook Live. You can see all the pictures. So a lot of people <coughs> are saying uh, three million people want this law, da, da 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 da, including people who say that's not my signature. But we'll come back yeah, to that. We'll come back so to that, yeah. uh, a little while ago on our RTHK News, Hong Kong people don't want this security law, says James Teen. But essentially, they're going to have to put up with it. Hong Kong people don't want this security law. Well, can I just say for James Teen, who's been very brave and I mean that sincerely the one of the few people in the pro-government camp who's taken this as an opportunity to stand up for Hong Kong what's I he mean, saying actually that's what I yeah well I think what he's saying is it, it, it's inevitable but it's a bad thing I mean that's a perfectly logical oh yeah um position to hold I mean, I don't believe in inevitability. I think that anything that is created by humans can be changed by humans. But his view is we are where we are, and it's it's very disappointing. But how come I he's... think he puts it a bit more strongly than that. I know, but it, I'm, I'm with you on this. Like, he's saying this, and yet everybody else is not saying this. But he well, has I stuck his head I, up and I, said I this. I think I, I, I know a bit about this. I mean, I think the great thing about James Teen is he's been cured of ambition. He does not want to be a member of one of these XYZ committees. He does not want to be promoted and got a little badge to pin on his lapel saying, you know, he's the what's it, what's it. And, you know, he's he's been freed from all of that. Mm. And he's going, tell you what, I'll say what I think. Can you hold that thought, Steve? We're not going to go away. We're just going to keep it rolling whilst the news is on. So let's get to the weather forecast right now. Radio Free. So once again, join us on Facebook Live. If you can, your comments most welcome. Morning Brew is the page. Steve. Well, I thought we might just, just, just move along to another subject for oh, a please. moment, which is, of course, the subject which has been dominating our lives at least since uh, the beginning of the year, the coronavirus. Now, we hear that in Beijing there is an outbreak. It could just be in Beijing. We don't actually know. I mean, this is the problem. It was the plane stopping that got me. Well, you, you're, you're, you're very influenced by the 800 flights that were cancelled yesterday, which Allegedly. I think is, is, a small, is a small indication that there's a bit of concern up there. I mean, what concerns me, and it always concerns me, and it's a, it's a concern that's been validated by events, is that we don't know. Is it just in Beijing? Is Beijing more visible because the leadership of the Communist Party is there and they're paranoid about um, contracting this this infection? Therefore, special precautions have to be taken. My suspicion is that, in fact, there has been a resurgence of the pandemic elsewhere in the country. And guess what? We're not hearing about it. It wouldn't be for the first time in the same way as uh, um, the authorities in Wuhan delayed reporting it. Why did they delay reporting it? Because in a dictatorship, reporting bad news to the bosses has only one result. You get fired, you get disciplined, you never have any benefit from reporting bad news. So uh, we know that, for example, in the case of this wholesale market, um, which is supposed to be the source of this new spread of infection, they fired all the people in charge of that market. So I wonder when they considered it was safe to report the fact that the uh, virus 
was re-emerging there. I suspect that, that they held off because they knew what would happen to them. So we've got this going on. And unbelievably, unbelievably, while we hear of a resurgence of the virus on the mainland, what are the Muppets here in in government doing? They're going, oh, I think we should be thinking about opening the border. Open the border. Yes, opening the border. That's really something we should be thinking about. Really? Honestly? You're, I mean... You might not worry about the, how can I put it, the rights of the Hong Kong people, but at least as a government, they should be worried about the health and literally the survival of people living in Hong Kong. No, no, politics comes to the fore. You, you, you look at the recent relaxation of measures on social distancing, which as um, the health secretary, Sophia Chan, assures us. In fact, she, she assured us so many times that we now know that the assurance is uh, made because she actually knows that it's not true, that it has nothing to do with politics. Nothing to do with politics. Nothing to do with politics, she says many, many times. But how can that be in logic? If you go to a church under the new relaxed um, regulations... There's no limitation of 50 people or, or, or a mosque or a synagogue or whatever it is. There's no uh, limitations on the number of people who can go there as long as it, it doesn't exceed the seating capacity of whichever establishment it is. So apparently if you've got a religious faith, you're immune from contracting the virus. I mean, it's you kind know, of I yeah. 50 people is the next one, isn't it? So. I mean, why, why, you, you know, I travel on the MTR. I encourage, I, I encounter in one carriage more than 50 people often. But you're in the non-COVID carriage. Oh, that's true. You must in be. fact, there is a sign on the door. It says, no do, COVID no, here. No COVID here. So that's very reassuring. Yeah. And I've got my little flimsy mask on, as everybody else has. So, I mean, it's plain as the nose on your face hmm. that social distancing is being weaponized to prevent public assembly to prevent one of the basic civil rights of, of citizens which is to be allowed to gather and express their views and that the fact that it's being so avidly denies kind of gives away the game right let's go to a couple more hellos uh, i want to i want to get back to this thing about this is beijing it's not, it's not wuhan this is beijing right? yeah this is the mantelpiece hard ornament. to hide in beijing because yeah. you know it's the center of power so, Douglas, Trump has a new campaign staffer, Xi Jinping, he says. Uh, Alvin, now they tested salmon positive with COVID-19, but doesn't fish only breathe with gills? Do you know, I this one's been out there. I'm Somebody said it's a red herring. I, it? I'm not sure that, that, that I mean, it, you know, is it the salmon? Is it the way it was stored? We don't know that. Let's um, say the Norwegians, who are quite big on salmon, deny yeah, any, any, <laughs> any, any source of contamination from those those chilly waters in which they splash around. I've got one for you. This is Patrick who joins us on Facebook. He says, please discuss Alan Zeman's endorsements of the national security law. Not great for Lang Fong business if there is an adverse reaction. Actually, Pat, that's a good idea because the kind of people that tend to go grooving in Lang Fong, dot, uh, dot, dot. Uh, uh, not old. And perhaps not yeah. uh, as blue as Well, <laughs> I mean, rem <laughs> remember, remember that Alan Zeman has extensive business interests in the mainland. Oh, and by the way, he's chairman of Wynn, the um, casino um, company, which is entirely reliant on the mainland for its, I mean, 
through its ciphers in the Macau government. But, you know, let's we're all big boys here. We understand that that's just a technicality. Entirely dependent on them for the uh, licence to operate their massive casino in Macau. I mean, he's a man of, of conflicted interests. And, uh, you know, if he, if he can sleep well at night saying this stuff... Yeah. Good luck. Well, listen, Patrick's, he, Patrick's message is interesting because he brings up Lang Kwai-Fong. Well, Lang Kwai-Fong is here and now. So is, is, do you think, Pat, that Mr Zeman is basically saying, oh, it's Hong Kong, I'll take one for the team? Well, no, I think what he's saying is I'll look at my wider and bigger business interests. That's what I think. But he may have a point. Pat may have a point. I mean, young people in Hong Kong, and you look at any survey which you care to look at, are overwhelmingly very passionate about Hong Kong, yeah. identifying as Hong Kong. I apologise for saying blue. I mean, I'd rather take your explanation and yellow and all that yeah. stuff. I think I, the way you say it is better. So, you know, I think a lot of people will say, well, you know, it, if, if you want to spend your days eating Peking duck, good luck to you, but we, we ain't coming to your clubs, we ain't coming to your bars and restaurants. I think there will be kickback. As incidentally there has been in Britain, over the the kowtow of HSBC. Remember, HSBC moved its um, location from Hong Kong to, to the United Kingdom. It's an English bank, isn't it? And it's an English <laughs> bank. I mean, it was always run by Brits. We kind of, that's not, a, that's not a secret. But, I mean, there has been a lot of kickback in Britain against HSBC for that particular kowtow. So, you know, none of this is entirely cost-free. No, Remember there's that. There's always a knock-on, whatever there you is, do right yeah, now, isn't exactly. there? exactly. Let's go to one from Mike, who says, Steve, you said you wear your flimsy mask on the MTR. Shock horror! Are you not wearing a pair of Carrie's underpants? There is, uh, there again, is anyone, says Mike, money well spent. Quite, I haven't seen many of those things I around. haven't seen the, the, the converted brassier myself in, in, in too many <laughs> locations. Is that a symbol that people aren't wearing these things for the I, reasons you think? Well, I don't know what circle... I mean, maybe I'm mixing particular circles, but <clears throat> among people I know, I can only think of two people, literally two people, who actually went out and got the, the converted brassier. Everybody else said, I'm not touching it with the barge pole. And I think some of that... It may be the, the product itself, and a lot of that is people are going, really, really? You pump this out five months after the virus spread, when the whole of Hong Kong was awash with masks? This is the, 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 the benefit of your great initiative to help Hong Kong people. I think there was such disgust over the government's failure to provide masks when they were most needed at the crucial early stages. Compare and contrast what happened in Taiwan that had mass supplies for free, incidentally, from day one, mm. and Hong Kong, where the government said, masks are on the way, masks are on the way, and nothing happened. I want to read something for you now. And there it is up on our screen. G7 Foreign Minister Statement on <coughs> Hong Kong. This is the media note from the Office of the Spokesperson. Just a couple of lines. The text of the following was released by the governments of the United States, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, United Kingdom, and the High Representative of the European Union. Begin text. We, the foreign ministers of said countries... Uh, will underscore our grave concern regarding China's decision to impose a national security law on Hong Kong. Steve, my question is, is this actually a big deal or is it just another funky document? Well, I think it is a big deal. I mean, uh, look, at, look at the names of the countries in, included in that. They include, for example, Japan, which has always made a policy of being very reserved in its criticism towards Anything, China. really. 
well, but particularly towards China. Yeah. Some of it's because of the history that Japan has with China. Other other things are to do with the high level of business conducted between the two nations, and indeed the general Japanese reluctance to get involved in uh, the, what could be regarded and certainly is regarded in Beijing as the internal affairs of another country. So, I mean, these statements on their own maybe could be, uh, well, more blah, 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 but there's yeah. a pattern here. There is this statement from the G7 leaders. There's been the European Union's even more vigorous statement also issued this month. Yeah. There's been the formation of an interparliamentary committee consisting, I think, of 20, uh, representatives from 27 countries condemning this move. There's been the, the extraordinary uh, outbreak of bad relations between Australia and China, France and China, even Brazil. China's one of China's main allies in Latin America has turned against China during this period. I think that the, the, this idea that there is in Beijing is that, you know, if you go round wielding the big stick, threatening everybody in sight with this so-called wolf warrior diplomacy, and everybody will meekly take it, suck it up, mm -hmm. I think this is badly misfiring. Right. Let's let's see how I mean, let's see how that plays out. It may all be waffle 101. Yeah. Yeah. OK. A couple of PSs from Alvin. He says LKF shot himself in the foot since he ruined his own Halloween party last year. I suppose it's semi what I said about taking one for the team. And he also points out that the the face mark you're talking about, face mask, it, it's hard to breathe in it. He said, hence, less people wear it. Oh, well, there you go. I've never put one on. So I, don't, I don't know that, but well, I'll take your word. Yeah, that may well be the case. They are. They do look a bit a bit heavy. Shall we, shall we quickly, shall we do something else? Just, go on then, go on. Uh, <laughs> as, as, as we're here on... Something that I can put a nice picture up on the screen. Oh, <laughs> would you like to put a nice picture up? Oh, let me think. Okay. How about this? This is not a nice picture. But, Disneyland? You're but, not going to say Disneyland? No, let's no, okay, not say okay, Disneyland. Let's, let's not say Disneyland. <laughs> so, so the um, complete... Uh, sorry. The complaints against the police office, which is an internal police investigatory body, even more insignificant than the independent police complaints commission you remember people who produce a 900 uh, uh paid report which says 999 actually 999 sorry i as usual exaggerate hello, hello, hello. <laughs> um which basically says i've seen nothing i can see nothing i can hear nothing but i'm sure everything's all right that report not even that this is one down from that they've received well to be exact one eight thousand one hundred and twenty complaints and do you know what They've looked at them, and a lot of them apparently are duplicates. Guess what? Duplicates. A lot of them apparently are on ten plates. So they've decided that because there's so many complaints, most of them, yeah, we don't really like those complaints. They've passed on 242 to the so-called Independent Police um, Complaints Commission to be whitewashed. Mm. But they have acted. They have acted. Two officers have been reprimanded as a result of 8,000-odd complaints. Don't do it again. So no one can ever say that the police don't take public response to their actions seriously. I think that's a commendable result. Two reprimands. I want to change the oh, subject. Incidentally, they were reprimanded for using bad language. Were they 
were they? <laughs> I want to I want to wrap up with Jeremy. I think a totally different topic. You might oh. dig this. He said US wants undersea data cable to skip Hong Kong. US China is being nasty to Hong Kong, so let's show them and <coughs> kick the HK people where it hurts. That's not actually what he wrote. That's but, you know. not perhaps what he wrote, but I mean this is of a piece. I mean we have um the this this is I think yesterday's news which is in today's papers but we also have of course the passing of the Hong Kong Act um last month you know there's there is a raft of actions in the pipeline yeah and ready to go that will very clearly do do how can I put this? I I hope they won't end up harming Hong Kong. Do you think people. this is hot air again? Chuck that in well, there. Let's see. Yeah. I mean, one of the powers which I know is most feared and is most worrisome to the very fine people who are so busy eating Peking duck all day long is it's your that, new thing. Isn't that's it? my new thing. I know. <laughs> is is that they themselves may be banned on the United States that their children may not be able to study there and that um, all the money that uh, they've ferreted abroad, because, of course, these people have so much Is confidence in thought, Hong Kong Steve? that they, you know, they, they, they open bank accounts overseas because they know that things may go wrong. Yeah. So those people are really worried about that. And um, do you know what? Why not? Yeah, do you think this is really giving them second thoughts? Because so many people here in positions of authority do have exactly what you've just said. Well, I mean... Whether this will be enacted, we don't know. But I mean, this is um, th this is in line with 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 other U.S. legislation, the Magnitsky. I, I never Ma get the, Magnitsky. Magnitsky. Act, That's the one. Yeah. Which which um, it started out with sanctions against Russian officials mm -hmm. and personalities in Russia. I mean, so they have actually there is there is ground rules for imposing these sorts of sanctions and there are examples of people being sanctioned in this way so let's see i mean the one thing that bothers the elite in hong kong above all else is their own personal interests mm, that does stand to reason thanks very much steve we'll do it all again at the same time next week of course steve vines right here on radio 3 and thank you very much to you for joining us on facebook live